0: If we're honest with ourselves, we've all made terrible mistakes within Web3. And most of the time when we think of that, we think of possibly buying an NFT project that rugged or buying a meme coin at the peak. However, many times we overlook opportunity costs, which is why I have to say the worst decision I've made in Web3 is the naming of my podcast, believe it or not. So today we're going to dive into how I possibly lost more money by building a brand around the wrong name than the money that I have lost within NFTs and cryptocurrencies. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So I know when I open this thing up, probably the last thing that you're possibly thinking was that naming my podcast the wrong name was my biggest L that I've picked up. And if you're familiar with opportunity cost, there's many times I've covered it within the show, and it's usually within the context of tying up your liquidity in one area and missing the opportunity to get into something that is much better. So for example, you're chasing this influencer-pumped NFT, and you missed the opportunity to get into the thing that you really wanted to when the price dipped. However, that's not what I'm speaking about today. Today, I'm literally speaking about losing money and having a much smaller business today simply by how I position my brand or the name that I chose for the podcast. So when you're starting a business, there's a lot of things to put into consideration because from a marketing standpoint, you're thinking of advertising and you're also thinking of branding. Now, advertising is very easy to see. Usually you can link that to a dollar transaction. So you're able to easily track to see how something is working, Your promotions and attribute it directly to the growth or the sales. However, branding is a long term position. That is something that you cannot necessarily quantify with the spreadsheet or in the accounting department. So, for example, it's easy to see how an ad works to promote the next soda, right? However, it is not so easy to calculate the size of a business based upon Coca Cola as the brand. So, sales and advertising are on one side, but the branding is a lot more subjective and a lot harder to measure and it's usually a long-term deal. So when you're thinking of sports sneakers, for example, most likely the first name that pops into your head is Nike or Jordan, which is technically the same company. However, there's multiple other ones. There's Reebok, there's Adidas and Puma and all sorts of other ones. However, the association with brand and Nike is something that has been established over time. So looking at this thing, when I was coming into Web3 and getting ready to do a podcast, do this thing daily, track all the different things and developments that's happening in the space, I said, you know what? I want to build a long-term brand that can branch out beyond the initial speculations and DJs and everything that we're looking at today. So rather than calling it the NFT something or another, I decided to call it Nifty Business. And I decided to build this entire thing around it because at the end of the day, I was going to use this podcast to build a business. Now, podcasting is very interpersonal. It is in people's eardrums, spending a lot of time with them. Usually the people that are listening to podcasts are much more affluent, the response rates for certain things are much higher and so forth. So there is a lot of positives and benefits with podcasting because being in your airdrums, you get to know me, my personality, and it's almost like we're having a one-on-one conversation. Sure, I'm putting this out on the internet, but literally, I am speaking to you. The way I set up this thing and the conversation is a very personal medium. However, with YouTube, on the other hand, when you put something out there, there's search engines and there's referrals and there's the algorithms and all these other factors that might put something in your face that's really not your cup of tea, but it just throws it out there and sees what happens. But usually what happens when you're looking for a new podcast is a very specific topic, and then you're going to search for it. Now, the search is very specific and heavily dependent on the title. So when I named the show initially Nifty Business, which is based on the business that I'm going to build, I missed out on a huge opportunity. This was heading into the peak of the bull market. Everything was getting really exciting, and people were searching for podcasts, Based on the term NFT. So, about a month after launching the show Nifty Business, and I was picking up some steam, something said, you know what? It's probably best that I capture the search engine term of being able to be picked up by Apple, Spotify, or whatever people are using to find their podcast. So, I remember the day I was at work and I was like, you know what? I broke the rules of podcasting and SEO. Rather than focusing on the brand, I should go for the literal, obvious search term and build a business, Nifty Business, but call the show. NFT business. So I ran to the computer and I changed the name. And about two hours later, it was not sitting right with me. I was like, you know what, I'm trying to build a brand. I want to be here for the long term. I don't want to just ride the wave. And I really want to have some long term success. And I plan to build this thing out. It just happens to be starting with a podcast and I don't want to be boxed into one category. Because I see so much potential for NFTs and whether or not that term sticks around, I don't know. But I know nifty business is something that we use in English, of course, as a slang word or not really a common proper word. It might be in the dictionary. But nifty is, you know, something's cool that's interesting, but it's also a play on NFT. Because if you look at the letters of NFT and you just try to say it as a word, it would be nifty. So anyways, That is the reason why about two hours after changing the name, I ran back to the computer and changed it back to Nifty Business. Podcasting is a really niche thing. And when there's other podcasters and we start to speak and we're talking about how well things are going and so forth, and when I start to hear some of these crazy download numbers of millions, I was like, wait a minute. Millions? That many people are finding your show? Now, when I look at my thousands and tens of thousands of downloads, I'm like, okay, this is really good because the majority of podcasts have no listeners. And in fact, this is probably my favorite third or fourth podcast, I want to say. And all the other ones, I had no listeners whatsoever. I had various different topics. I was doing different things. And I thought I was having two listeners. And guess what? It turns out that Google has these data centers that searches for podcasts to index them and what have you. And I realized that my two listeners were in Virginia. I forget the name of the town. But after doing some research, I found out that that's where Google's data centers are. So I literally had no listeners for, I don't know, maybe... Few months of putting those shows out, but then with this NFT one, this nifty business, it really picked up right away. So I was excited just to have listeners, and I knew that it was I was doing great, especially compared to my other shows. But once you start to hear that people are pulling in millions of listens, that's when you start to feel a little funny about yourself. You know, I started to compare myself, and I started to think, wow. Like really, they're getting millions of listeners. They haven't been around as long as I have. They haven't put out as many episodes. And you know, when I listened to their some of their conversations, that's when I was like, "Wow." I mean, it's not like Steven Spielberg or somebody is directing their show. I mean, this is just a regular podcast, so I couldn't understand what it was. So I decided to go over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, and all the different ones, and just search for the show. I put in NFT, and I realized it was not coming up at all. I had to scroll for pages and pages and pages way beyond shows that had one episode and quit and here i was with i don't know at the time uh, maybe 200 and something 300 and something episodes i forget exactly when i changed the show title and i was not ranking in the search engines whatsoever so i decided as you've noticed if you look at the title although i say nifty business the graphic still stays the same that is literally the same graphic that i've had as a cover but i flipped the name to nft business show rather than just nifty business and that started to pick up. So people started to find me and what have you. However, going back to this whole thing, lost opportunity costs within Web3. And this is how this all ties together. And this is not just a show about me and my podcast and whatever, but this is going to actually relate to possibly what you're trying to do in the space and how this could help you when you're trying to factor all these things in. So trust me, I'm going to land the plane and it's going to be relevant to you. And it's not just story time about me. So when I came in now and I'm starting to get more uh, downloads and things are starting to go up a little bit, then I start to hear other podcasters speak about how their numbers are going down and everything is going terrible. Then I was like, well, my numbers are going up. Granted, they're coming from millions and I'm coming from thousands, but up is still up. So, of course, being the marketing nerd that I am, which I should have tapped into this much earlier, (laughs) I decided to start to do some keyword researching and seeing what's happening with Google Trends and so forth. And if you look at the charts for when people were searching NFTs and anything related to that at their peak, you could almost line it up perfectly with a graph of pretty much every podcaster as to when their shows start to do this huge decline. So it really Let me know that a lot of those people that were able to reach those millions of downloads, not taking anything away from what they're doing because there are some great shows. There's some great podcasters. And I'm not saying they're bad shows. But what I'm saying is the opportunity that was before them was having something that picked up on the search engine and they were able to be found right away. Now I'm still being found. And a lot of those shows have stopped producing content, whatever they're not producing anymore. However, as far as for search engine indexing, it's like Google already picked them up and like just loves them and all the podcast directories have those shows up front and center. So it really is an uphill battle for me because for the most part, I'm promoting this show in Twitter spaces, face-to-face with people that I come across that might be interested in Web3 and really just grinding out the old-fashioned hardcore way. And that's how most podcasters tend to promote. Most podcasters just don't hit it big in the search engine. It just so happens that the opportunity that was before us at that time, NFT was very hot and it was able to be searched. So Now, related to you and how you're building and your positioning, whatever it is that you have in mind, a lot of the times we like to focus on the money that we have lost, but more so losses could be quantified in opportunity costs. So as I said, there's opportunity that you spent just wasting time on things that should not have been in your forefront, whether you committed money to it or you committed time to it and it took you away from the real good things. Or in the case of this, I was not able to strike iron while it was hot. If I had that positioning and looking at the search engine potential of the brand name or of the show name, I should say, rather than thinking of the long-term brand building, I would have been able to build an audience faster. Now, on the flip side of that, building a brand long-term is simply as it is. It is long-term. So a lot of those shows that found success very early, spiked up to millions of downloads and what have you, and then just as Google charts... And search engine volume started to drop off. Well, maybe they were able to make a lot of money from advertising revenues and so forth. However, once that started to happen and their show is not having the listeners that they used to have and their ads aren't being as responsive, those dollars dried up very quickly. Now, this show is obviously not built on advertising dollars. However... I don't know how the show would have shaped out or what exactly would have happened if maybe I would have had a partner or a sponsor or something if I was getting millions and millions of downloads. I don't know exactly if the right partner that was rightly aligned and most likely outside of the crypto space would have approached me and we've been able to work something out. However, seeing that I'm on this much more organic trajectory, a much more natural growth of a podcast as opposed to riding the wave of a bull market, I think in the long term, it's actually going to work out better for me. And I think that is the case a lot of the times. If you look at a lot of these NFT projects and businesses that start up, they got their funding, they're in the bull market. It's like money was very easy to get, whether it is from a VC just throwing money at anything to do with blockchain technology and crypto related, the metaverse. Or it was from minters that just wanted to get into the next hot thing. They were using their profits from before and they were just throwing thousands of dollars at half-baked ideas. Well, now in this market, we see that's not the case. It is much harder and there's projects that are amazing ideas that are just not selling and catching the momentum that I think they deserve. So that is just the thing, building in a bear market versus a bull market. The same thing happens if you're launching a company during a recession, which we are in right now. I mean, the economists and all the experts aren't labeling it as such. However, Everything that we've ever used for the last 100 years to measure a recession it has already happened. But you know, for reasons that I won't even go down that rabbit hole, the election year is coming up, and things that are happening on the global market and in wars and all sorts of crazy things around the world. Just governments aren't labeling this a recession because it's not just the U.S. that's impacted. Even here in Jamaica, where I am right now, all the evidence of a recession is here, but they're just not labeling it as such. But anyways, we're in a bear market. We're in a recession staying the course building slow it might not be the most comfortable thing it is a lot more exciting when a bull market's coming and the cash is just flowing however i think the long-term stability of all of us that are still in the space i think is going to be a good thing so if you're listening to this you're still working on something i just want to encourage you like yeah sure you might feel that you missed out on a huge opportunity by not jumping on something say 18 months or 24 months ago However, if you truly, truly believe in this space and this technology, I would say still continue to research, to put boots on the ground, start building whatever it is that you're building, get into some communities and find people that you align with. It's not all about these PFPs. With There's a lot of communities where there are people that are building cool things. You could partner with them, whether you are someone who is good at sales, but you need someone who could do some coding, or possibly you're good at graphics and you need someone to do some of the business side of things, whatever it might be, you have some sort of idea to do something in real estate, you might be the real estate agent, but you don't necessarily know how to work out the blockchain stuff. Well, get into some of these communities and I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find some of your partners. Now, That's something I speak about all the time, just finding people that you vibe with, that you hang out with. Obviously you have the common link of web three, understand what's going on here. So if you find a community in whatever specific niche, specific category that you want to build in, or even if you don't have an idea, you don't know exactly what you want to build, but you just want to find people that are aligned with you, that you vibe with, just hop into some Twitter spaces Listen to see what they're like. And if anyone resonates with you, just follow them, start shooting some messages and what have you. And you'd be pretty surprised to see how quickly you can strike up a little friendship online. And even if you don't have an NFT within that community, you might be able to form some inroads, whether or not you buy or they gift you one. Like, who knows? Like, I'm not even saying, look, just go whip out your wallet and start buying NFTs. No, hang out with people get into the conversation. And I think that is way more valuable than people like to think it is. I know it sounds so cliche, community, 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 but like scratch that. I'm talking about individuals. Leveraging an individual relationship is something that you can never put on a spreadsheet. You can never really quantify what it is to find people that you align with. And I think the only way that you're going to do that is to put yourself out there, get in, go where the people are. And if not physically, do it online. Twitter space is one of the best places to do it. If you're in a place like New York City or especially Miami, go to some of those meetups, just hang out with some of those, even like the hackathons and whatever. Like They invite people that are non-technical. So you can actually watch them build, interact with them, strike up some conversations. Maybe you'll find the people that you need to actually build whatever it is that you're trying to build. And it is pretty cool to just be around people that you can have these conversations with because I don't know what it's like in your life, but there are very few people that I can speak about this stuff to. My wife will entertain me just because she's here in the house with me, usually not too far off when I'm recording this stuff. So she gets the drift, like, you know, the overflow from me. But to actually sit down at a table and just nerd out with somebody for an hour or two, I mean, it's invaluable. So if you can't do it physically, just hop into some spaces. And I I know that's nothing new at this point, but I still think it is something that is underutilized by people trying to build something within Web3. And I can definitely tell you that it's very hard, if not impossible, to build anything of meaningful scale alone. So at some point, you're going to have to get connected and involved with other people. So with that said, Hopefully, my little story of my simple, my big L of naming the podcast is something that could kind of get your gears thinking in a different way. That's money that I possibly lost that I can't even put on a spreadsheet, and I consider that to me my biggest L. However, at the same time, I can say the people that have found the show and are still listening to it, such as yourself, are people that really see the big picture. You're just not riding the wave. You're here for the long term, and I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. And if you haven't connected with anyone yet, please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. Even if you're the most introverted, awkward person, trust me, reach out to me because believe it or not, I'm the same way. I might sound like I'm the most outgoing, bubbly person with a larger than life personality on the microphone, but truthfully, I am an extreme introvert. And believe it or not, many of these podcasters and YouTubers and people that you hear in spaces are introverts as well. I literally have to turn it on every time I go to an in-person meeting or whatever it is. So I don't care how awkward and introverted you might call yourself shy or whatever it is that you are. I encourage you to do so. Reach out to me again at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space.